Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too late late to fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode 44. And in this episode, we're going to be talking all about kind of doctor's visits, um, especially when weight is going to be kind of a topic or a discussion that might come up at that doctor's office visit. Right. So I know for me, I used to avoid going to the doctor all the time because of this specific issue was I did not want to talk about my weight, specifically because I was someone or am someone who has struggled with weight all of my life. And I have dealt with so many amazing doctors, but at the same time, so many doctors who would blame everything on my weight. And it would make me feel very uncomfortable because they would sit there shaming me, putting me down, and it made me feel bad because of my weight and how much I weighed. And so a lot of the times I avoided the doctor because I wanted to avoid that shame or that negative feeling that would always happen when I was at the doctor. And I know so many of you struggle with this too. I get so many messages on how I navigate appointments or hearing that you guys don't go to the doctor either because you've been shamed or put down or you're embarrassed because of your weight. And so I really wanted this topic to kind of help all of us so we don't feel shameful, we don't feel embarrassed, and we do get the health care that we need and that we deserve without making it a shameful place. Because unfortunately, body shaming and fat shaming at a doctor's office or with doctors is common, which is very unfortunate. It definitely should not be happening, but unfortunately it does. And so I wanted to share some tips that I've learned in therapy um, and from a doctor that I found on TikTok who is amazing and his kind of tips for how to navigate your doctor's appointments when you have felt uncomfortable or in a situation where you have been body shamed. And so, like I said, for me, I have dealt with this my whole life. I would go in for a sore throat and the doctor would say, oh, well, you need to lose weight. I would go in because my ears hurt and they're like, yeah, but you're overweight. You need to lose weight. And for so long, I just used to take it. And it would be something where I would sit there and hold back the tears during the whole appointment because I just felt so bad about myself where it's like I wanted to go into this appointment and get the care I needed because my ears were hurting. And here they were talking about my weight the whole entire time and not even helping with the issue or the situation of why I went in to begin with. And because of this, that's what kind of stopped me from going to the doctor ever. Like even before I was 500 pounds, I avoided it at all costs. I dealt with the issues. I dealt with a sore throat, sore ears, whatever it was, because of that fear of not only doctors and how they would treat me, but because of that fear of the scale and what that number would be. And so it wasn't really until I started going to therapy where my therapist told me something that has been like life changing for me. And she said, you do realize you don't have to stand on the scale. Right. When you go to the doctor, you do not have to stand on the scale. And this blew my mind because I I literally asked her, what do you mean you don't have to stand on the scale? The nurse asks you, stand on the scale. 
And she said, it's your right to say no. And there's nothing they can do about it. You don't have to stand on the scale. And it took me a while to kind of try this. And in the back of my mind, it was something like, okay, I should do this, but I'm worried to do this. I'm scared to do this. And the first time I did it, it completely changed my life. And no joke, all I said was, no, thank you. And they looked at me like, what? what? And I said, oh, no, no, I I don't really want to do that today. And the doctor's like, okay. And that's it. And there's, there's, of course, been some situations where it didn't go that easily. And I ended up standing on the scale regardless. But I think just knowing you have that power to say no has helped me tremendously. And so I wanted to kind of start with that tip as the scale should not be the reason we're avoiding going to the doctor and taking care of ourselves because we do have that power to say no. And so that's kind of what I'm learning in therapy is really keeping my control, standing up for myself and learning to speak up, especially in situations where it's uncomfortable, where it is talking about the scale or talking about our weight or in a doctor's appointment. But it's definitely something I'm working on. And this, I think, is one of those huge things where when we talk about setting boundaries and doing what's best for you, we have to kind of be strong enough to put those boundaries in place, especially when it comes to the doctor's office and making sure we keep that mental health a priority here and not letting a situation like the scale or how others treat us affect us or prevent us from doing something that's best for us, like going to the doctor for a checkup or when we have different issues happen. And so I'm going to jump in and kind of talk about a few of the ways that I've learned through this doctor on TikTok and with my therapist on ways to kind of keep that power and to be able to stand up for myself when going to the doctor's appointment, especially if that fear of shame or fat shaming, or just that whole conversation of weight makes you nervous or concerned. And hopefully these tips can kind of help you keep your power and navigate those situations in a better way. So the first tip, and we kind of addressed this a little bit already, is the scale. And like I had said, if you're not comfortable standing on the scale at all, it is your right to say no. I am not comfortable. I am not doing this. They don't need a reason. You don't need to stand there justifying, explaining yourself. It's just no. And I know that can be hard, but that is your right is to be able to say no. If the doctor needs it, if the nurse is really adamant that they actually do need it because you're going in for something, let's say weight related. Some of the tricks that I've heard are you can stand on the scale backwards. You can stand on it and close your eyes. And if you're doing this, it's very important to be vocal and express yourself by saying, I'm going to stand on the scale backwards or I'm going to close my eyes and I do not want you telling me what that number is. And really standing up and using those words and using your voice to let them know what you do and do not want. And hopefully they're respectful of that. And then something I've also learned to take it a step farther is because a nurse usually takes my weight and then I go into the office and wait for the doctor to come in. Well, I would told the nurse I didn't want to know my weight, but then when the doctor came in, they would start talking about numbers and weight. So it's really making sure you're clear with both or everyone on the team or whoever you deal with with this 
to let them know as well that you don't want to know the number or talk about that scale, the number with it. So it's not just the person taking your weight, but making sure you express that to the doctor as well. So the second tip is to put yourself in the driver's seat and try and maintain control of this this conversation regarding weight, the scale, and the the whole health situation. Right. So that is exactly right, is we want to make sure we keep our control and we keep our power. So we dictate what we do and do not want to talk about at our visit, especially if we're going in with a non-weight loss related issue, such as a sore throat, your ears are hurting, etc. And to kind of start the conversation with, I am here to talk about my sore throat. And focus on that reason. And if weight starts becoming an issue, you can even say, I'm aware I'm overweight, but I am not here to talk about this today. I really want to focus on the issues of why I'm here today. And you can even lead with that. If you are someone who's constantly being told about your weight, you know your doctor always talks about your weight. Start with that before they even get a chance to bring it up. You bring it up yourself. You say, I'm aware I'm overweight, I'm aware of my weight, but I'm not here to talk about this today. I'm here to talk about my sore throat. And that definitely has helped me to feel in control where you're acknowledging the issue, you're acknowledging your weight, but you're also letting them know I'm not here to talk about it and that's not going to be tolerated here. So the third tip is if you're at an appointment where you know that the weight can be contributing to the issue, such as like a knee or some situation like that, you can lead with that and say, my knee is why I'm here today. I know that my weight can be a contributing factor, but what else can we do to kind of remedy the issue that I'm having? Right. And this one, I think, is the tip that I've even got the most value from because it's something I struggle with, especially with the fluid issues I'm having. I know that the fluid, I know that my weight is a contributing factor to why my body's having so much fluid buildup, but I also know it's not the only thing that's causing me issues. So when I go to doctor's appointments, this is definitely something I'm going to be adding into my visit is saying and starting with this and saying, I know my weight is a contributing factor to this. And I'm here to talk about other ways to improve my situation, other ways that we can help the fluid in my body that are not related to my weight. And that way, it hopefully brings this awareness. They know you're aware of it. They know you're acknowledging it, but you're also not there to sit there and harp on the fact that you're overweight. And you're looking for other ways to kind of help you deal with or handle the situation, whether it be like Kevin said, knee pain, diabetes, swelling, joint pain, etc. You're taking that control and saying, I know my weight is a contributing factor, but what else can we do? So number four is a tip with how to deal with routine checkups, because your weight is a part of your general routine health checkup. And it is a factor in what your doctor is going to discuss with you during that appointment. Right. So if you're going in for a regular routine checkup, like Kevin said, your weight is probably going to be something the doctor's checking in on. And I know this is hard. And I know there's a lot of people who say our weight doesn't determine our health, our fitness and any of that. But it's also a reminder we have to remember your weight does affect your health. And my doctor would have been doing me a disservice if I went in at 500 pounds 
and said, I don't want to talk about my weight. And she didn't talk about it or try to help me because I was not healthy at that size. Being overweight can cause a lot of different complications. And I think there's a way to definitely handle and talk to patients about it if there is a weight issue with still being respectful. And that's, I think, where that line is for me, where I don't think they should never talk about it because the doctor's job is to help keep you healthy and weight is a part of it. But I also think there's that line where it's not, it should not turn into a shameful, harmful, negative conversation too. Absolutely. But I think there's another way that that can be handled too. And I think that's by you saying, I know I'm aware my weight's an issue. I'm doing X, Y, and Z to remedy that. Right. I have X, Y, and Z goals when it comes to my weight. And again, that's not to say that 100% you're going to go out and the next time you see that doctor, it's going to be fixed and resolved, but it's at least leading that doctor to know I'm aware that it's an issue. I'm working on it. These are the goals I have in place to help me improve my situation. Right. And that's exactly what the, my tip or my suggestion would be is to say, I'm aware of my weight. I'm aware I'm overweight, whatever you're comfortable saying. I am already doing for my example, I'm on Weight Watchers, I've lost 30 pounds, I'm working out, whatever. And if you have any other tips or suggestions that may help, or ways that you think I could improve to better my health or my overall, if your numbers are wrong, you're not wrong. Like if your numbers are high, you have diabetes, other things like that. If your doctors have suggestions on ways to help improve that, then yes, that's great. Like, if you're open to it, take those suggestions or hear what they have to say. But I think opening with it is keeping that control or that power without it turning hopefully into like that negative, shameful place and letting them know what your goals are, what you're already doing, and kind of being the driver in this conversation of what you're talking about. You can kind of steer it where you want it to go rather than them catching you off guard and unexpectedly. Right. And I know not a lot of doctors handle weight in the most respectful way. So by you being that in the driver's seat and talking about it, hopefully helps navigate that whole conversation in a more respectful way. And I think it's important to remember as us as patients, or if you're a doctor or whatever, is we cannot shame someone into changing. A doctor cannot sit there and shame you or criticize you and your body and think that that's going to add to you then saying, oh, okay, you're right. I'm going to go now lose weight and make changes. It's most likely going to make that person or that patient feel worse about themselves, feel miserable. And I know for me, it just led me to turn to food more and more because I felt so hurt leaving that appointment. There was not one ounce of me that then felt motivated to then go lose weight. After a doctor sat there and shamed me or put me down, it didn't motivate me then to go do what I wanted to do or needed to do in order to lose weight. And so when we feel supported, when we feel loved and encouraged, that goes so much farther than shame. And I think doctors definitely need to work on being more respectful of their patients and remember that they're providing you a service and sitting there and shaming someone is not going to get the results that they're hoping or looking for or want for you. Following that right up with you, that doctor being providing you a service is if that doctor's not treating you in a way that makes you feel positively, there's other doctors out mm -hmm. there. And I think I've fallen into this a bit in the past where I've 
completely lost respect for a doctor, but I didn't go find a new doctor. And I've done a lot better here recently where I know what I tolerate and what I don't. And like Kevin said, it is your right, though, to not fire. I don't know what it's called, but just have a different doctor to find a new doctor. Exactly. Because if there's no respect, then I, I, there's no really benefit of continuing to go see that doctor. If there's not going to be that respect in place, if they're not going to treat you with love, kindness, respect, and as a decent human being, then it's definitely time to find a new doctor. It's hard, but we have to remember to use our voice and to keep our power and keep our boundaries in place of what we will and we will not tolerate because they're there to help you with your health. And it should be in a non-judgmental way and a non-shameful way where you feel like you're supported and cared for and motivated to make those changes that you need for yourself. Because that's going to also take you a lot farther if you're doing it for you and not just to please someone else or please your doctor. It's because your doctor's telling you to do it. And it's hard, but the more we keep practicing, the more we keep working on standing up for ourselves, using our voice, using our power, and putting those boundaries in place of what we will and will not tolerate, hopefully over time it's going to get easier for all of us because this is still something that's new for me. This is still something that I'm working on and I'm struggling with. But I also think I'm at a place where I'm very done with being shamed for my body, especially from doctors. And so some of these tips, I hope, are going to help me continue to move forward on my journey and with what I'm doing so I don't get to that place where I'm sitting in a doctor's office completely crying and not speaking up for myself while they sit there and shame my body. I really hope some of these tips or suggestions that I've learned along the way are helpful And I think moving forward, which is what we can only do is move forward, it helps us continue to go along on our journey because we can't keep focusing on the past or what we wish we would have done. Because I can sit here and say, well, I wish I would have said this. I I wish I would have stood up for myself. I wish I would have known this. So I wouldn't have been crying, you know, for an hour after this appointment. But all we could do is take some of hopefully these suggestions and move forward with them and use this as a learning and a growing experience for all of us so we can keep continuing to move forward without hopefully that shame, anger, and negativity that others put on us so we can continue to keep doing what's best for us. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you could also help us out if you found some value from today's conversation by recommending us to a friend or a family member. If you could also take the time to rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you get podcasts, that would help us out tremendously. And one last thing, remember, it's it's never never too late late to fly. fly.